Hey, this is Keith Jones, the president of Hockey Operations of the Flyers. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, this is Travis Sanheim. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. This is Dan Helfer. Hi, this is Bob Clark. And you're listening to Snow the Goalie. 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 Heidi-ho! Good morning. Happy Friday. It's a beautiful day for a Snow the Goalie live from our homes. Snow the Goalie this morning. And then, of course, and we don't want people to forget, tonight is the Flyers versus Bruins alumni game. Bundy will be playing, and we'll be set up tonight with a special edition of the Press Row Show. Going to have some guests on tonight, so you get some Snow the Goalie in the morning. You get some Snow the Goalie at night. You get Snow the Goalie tomorrow during the game, and that's more than all right. And so everybody's asking where Bundy is, just so everyone knows. They are having a, an actual like morning skate today for the alumni game. Um, so Bundy is over uh, at the arena with the, all the alumni. Um, they're skating. I think they go on the ice at 930. Um, and then there's like media availability after that and stuff. So it's kind of hard to get Bundy to come on <laughs> when he has to practice. Um, so we, but we didn't want to let tonight or this morning go by, you know, coming off of last night's game. Uh, this, you know, we're doing the morning after like we try to do after most road games. So it was like, ah, it'll just be me and Russ this morning. So it's like this is the old school, the old school tandem. Yeah. You know, we're we're kind of like uh, if Torts ever goes to the uh, the 10 and 8, we're going to be the fourth pair. Right. You went back um, to 12 and 6 last night. How'd how about that? that? How'd that work it's out? A, it's a Christmas miracle. Um, we also, instead of calling this one a morning after, we called this one regular Snow the Goalie because there's more that we're going to get into than just last night's game. Yeah. Namely... Uh, Sam Erson, now named the number one goalie. Uh, the Hockey Canada investigation uh, has had a bunch of updates that we we want to touch on as well. The alumni game is tonight. There's a lot of stuff to get into. Oh, and by the way, the, the team is in the midst of a losing streak that could could go for a little bit longer. They have not quite murderer's row, but pretty close to it coming up over the next few games. So we're going to see if they can pull the nose up on this thing. But a big thank you to everybody who's joining us. You always love to see, and do you, I mean, I personally like to see over 150 people having fun on a, on a morning, on a yeah. Friday morning. You yeah. Know? Especially, since Team has, people, especially since we have people all over the map, right? I yes. mean, so it's different. It's not just 830 in the morning like it is for us. Mm-hmm. It's random times for people, including you know people on the West Coast are up and even at the crack of dawn, and it's middle of the day for our fans over in Europe. So like it's 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 crazy, um, but it's good. It's good. I love it. Good and stuff. this question from Brandon Vicara is is a fair one, and I have not seen anything about it. I think there's a live We're, stream. Are they streaming it on the Flyers website? Yeah, I want to say it's the Flyers website. Um, you're gonna make me go into my email now. And find, I am. and find but people want to know find yeah. the email from Kate okay uh, in the meantime everybody drop in the comments below where you're checking in from this morning or maybe it's this evening where you are perhaps it is the afternoon maybe you're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean I don't know who's to say um, a lot of people checking in a lot of questions right off the bat um, Zach O, though, brings up the most important thing. If you're on YouTube right now, make sure you hit that like button. It's important. David Waitman says, top of the morning, gentlemen. You've got Lee Carrasso. Good morning. Happy Flyers alumni game day. 
Bud Stewart was asking before we even got started if we're live, because I don't know if you know this is Dan, but this has been happening a lot with the Press Row show. We get like an entire group of people who start commenting on the sh- on the show before it even begins. Yeah, I think we've built like a nice little community, which actually you can it's meet great. a lot of these people in the YouTube comments and in the Facebook comments. If you come out to the live show at La Cecilia on March 16th, down in Oxford, PA, 530, the door is open. Flyers Bruins, we're doing the Press Road Show, big Italian buffet. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tickets are still going, or they're still on sale, but we've been selling more and more every day. So by all means, head over to shop.snowthegoalie.com and get your tickets today. Did you find the answer to the question, Anthony? No, it doesn't say it in the press release. I know that they're doing it because I know it's Brian Smith and Jason Mertidis that are doing the broadcast. So Okay. Text I'll, uh, I'll, text yeah. somebody from the, the org. Let's you get this to, one you figured want to, out. You want me to text Mert? You could text Mert. Do you think he'll know? He'll probably just go, uh, Anthony, I'm not really sure where the uh, game is going to be, but I, I do know that I'm going to be calling it. Do you think he'll be Do you think he'll be awake? <laughs> That's a better, you know what? That's a good point. No, I don't. Uh, Linda Joseph wanted to know why we were held up this morning, Anthony, because I think we started two minutes late. You and I were going over the rundown. It was more five minutes late, but, that's, you know, we'll things honest. happen. Things happen. Yeah. Um, uh, so it is, it looks like, so more. Hold on. I'm clicking buttons here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's just makes for, for a good that, show. That's, that's just ticket sales. No. Anthony's going to spend the entire show looking for the answer to this question, but that's I what will. matters. I will, I will say, though, it is, I guess, a little bit problematic, though, that there are and there have been so many people asking where the game is going to be shown at. Perhaps it wasn't a, a good enough job of messaging that to the, to the people. In fairness. Fair. You know. Um, will we be live streaming it on the Snow the Goalie channel? No. I think the, we should have gotten the rights. I think not, we should have been able to get the rights to do our own stream. I do. You, you can, it's, not you a, could, it's a little late for that, but you could have It's that. not a regular game. We could just take our camera, take the camera that we use to film ours, and we could put it out at ice level, and people can go. enjoy it, you know? Yeah, right? Go, no? you, go, okay. you go stand You can go stand in the Zamboni tunnel with the, with the camera. And have to no move problem. It, have to move it every time that there's a... Uh, you know they got to they got to go out and shovel the ice and everything else. You mm-hmm. just you get out of their get the hell out of their way and all yep. that good stuff. I'll yeah, ride on the Zamboni. Put me all right on the hood. The, the, I like the way, Louis the way, here. The way I was about to go to sleep at five a.m. here when I got the snow the goalie notification officially an all nighter now. Thanks for joining us, Louis. Appreciate that. <laughs> the, the Tom little... Allen is checking in from Atlanta, where we'll never get another NHL team. Oh, you will, pal. Don't worry, Tom. They want to. Utah is apparently going to get one. Atlanta will get one. I think that Utah has a better – I'm not going to say this with 100% certainty because I, I don't know, but I think that there's a better chance of a relocation to Utah because I don't think the NHL wants to necessarily expand that quickly. I think that they're looking at more of a longer-term expansion, which includes Utah, and they'll probably need another city if they're going to expand. You're not going to expand by one, I don't think. I mean, they've done it before. They could go to an odd number of teams, um, and I think Atlanta's on their expansion list. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a relocation to Utah, and it might make sense if it's the Coyotes. Right, Donald I mean, here with a good point. The IHL, ECHL, and AHL have all been to Utah at some point, so there could be some interest there. Oh, it, there's a lot of in, believe me, there's a lot of interest here. The owners of the Utah Jazz, you know, put a big statement out <laughs> at the wrong. <laughs> the timing time, of it was great. Wrong time, but yeah, but uh, that you know they've uh, asked the league to begin the you know process uh, of, of getting them a uh, an expansion team and they want to put some they said they could put a team in as quickly as next season that's um, insane yeah it's nuts um but i and, and so that's why something like that makes me think that it would be a relocation and not a 
an expansion team because you're not expanding. Who do you think they would relocate if they could? The Coyotes is what I was. You thinking. think they actually would move it? Well, out? I mean, think, I, I, I thought look, the Coyotes were trying to work on another stadium again. They though. are trying to work. Of course, they are. Of or another arena. Trying, trying, trying. The right they're term. playing in a four thousand seat arena for God's sake at this point, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's not that far away. It kind of keeps them in the general area. Like I mean, it just it just makes too much sense to me that that would make sense to do that, right? But mm-hmm. anyway. Um, yeah, you know, I, I I love the whole notion of miking up Bundy. It would have been a great thing if it was put together, but uh, it was not put together in advance. So won't happen, but we'll there's have, no way. We'll have there's no way. We would have gotten the, the whole stream would have gotten taken down. I can't imagine the shit he says out on the ice. Yeah. In fairness. Yeah. Um, Ray had a good point. Just one more thing on this. This is as for sure. expansion, $2 billion. The other 32 owners split up and don't have to share it. The player speaks loudly, and he's 100% right on that. That's very true. Um, yeah. Quite so right. That helps. Quite right. Uh, anyway, speaking of the game last night, um, not Do we a good have one. to? Yeah, Do we well, have to? Look, I mean, three to they lose to Detroit 3 nothing. right? It's, uh, mm-hmm. Yet another loss. Um, and, and this is kind of what, we, what we've been warning people about. Like, this is this was coming. Um, it probably came a little later than even we thought, but this was this stretch was coming for this team. And, um, you know, th- they just look like they can't get anything going right now. There's a lot of players who are not just not playing good hockey at this point. Yep. You know, I, three nothing is three nothing. And I, you look at those goals, two of them were completely fluky goals, um, you know. That hit that one that hit off of Morgan Frost's skate and took like a strange curveball direction past Urson. And then there was that one that was off of goes off of Zamula uh, and goes past him. So like that was that one was going wide of the net and it was it hits Zamula and goes in. So you really can't like look at the goalie and say, Yo, what up with that? You know, why did that that you know, you should have made those saves. Can't be. Um, so yeah. it has nothing to do with the goalie. Um, they just can't generate offense right now. And it's a lot of things that just aren't working. Um, Torts actually shook up the lineup, not just by going 12 and six, but he actually shook up the lines during the game. Um, uh, the top line's been has been struggling a bit um, with Coots and uh, and TK. They've not been the greatest of late. Um, uh, I thought that for the first time in 10 games, Morgan Frost's line was not good last night. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of struggled, especially because Detroit matched up their top line against them, so they kind of got hemmed in a little bit at times. That said, the Flyers still outshot the Red Wings. They outchanced the Red Wings um, throughout the game, so they there were some good things to, to like about the way they were playing, especially five on five. Five on five, the Flyers, I feel like, were the better team last night. I think the, the Red Wings took advantage of a couple of, uh, you, know, uh, you know, special teams opportunities obviously one being a shorthanded goal one being a power play so um you know there's those things as well but yeah you can't you can't get i mean look we like alex lyon friend of the show who's on here before great guy absolutely great guy you you want to see the best for him you root for him um because of his he's like a little bit of an underdog story and he's playing well for the red wings but you can't get shut out in that game you you scored six goals against them the last time you played them right i mean you can't get Mm -hmm. shut out so um that's that's the that's the part that's disappointing if you're a Flyers fan today because you know that's that's a game you may not may not be a game that you looked at and said oh that's a win but that's a game that you look at and go oh well, we should be able to score and they didn't so 
It's brutal. It was a it was an overall just dismal effort by the team last night. There, I, mean, I think there I think the effort was there. I don't want to make you. I don't want to. Yeah, you could maybe want to use different wording because I don't think it was bad effort. It was just bad execution, if that makes sense. Dismal. Yeah, you could say dismal execution if you want to say yeah. that. That I, I'm I'm on board with that. Just not dismal. the results I, I were bad. It was just. I it think was, the effort was there. No. It was just a it was an underwhelming game and it's a it's a game that in the grand scheme of things when you look at what the schedule had been going into and what it is coming out of it it's a game that you needed to win it's one that I I think I said at on the press row show post game the other night that it's not necessarily a must win in terms of the standings but it's a somewhat of a must win in terms of like you don't want to go into this extended break on like a what a seven game losing streak um, or what are they? They're at what four now? Four, five, it would be six. Five. So it'd be a six. It'd be a, oh yeah, no, it'd be, be a five, five game. It'd be a yeah. five. You don't want to go in like that and then have to come out and then you're you're automatically starting off, you know, after the extended break with Florida, where you're facing the possibility of extending it. Then you're taking on the Jets who lead their division. They're like then that's another one and and then you have Dave Hackstall and the Kraken and then like you get maybe a reprieve with the Coyotes and then you're back at it with the Maple Leafs. It's just it's not a good stretch. And this team that had maybe been getting a lot of the good luck and a lot of the good bounces is is not getting it right now. Yeah. Um, and they've they obviously there are things that are happening away from the ice that are also probably not helping. And they're probably not helping morale. And they're probably also not I mean, I have to imagine that to some extent some of it is weighing on the team. Has to be. Yeah, they're I'm only sure. human. I'm sure it is a little bit. Um the but the beauty of it is is that they built themselves a little bit of a buffer. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. We talked about this, right? We, we've talked about this many, many, many times about how it's important to get off to a good start in your season because it's it's easier to uh, get into a, a good spot and hold it even when you're not playing well um, than it is to start slow and climb your way back in. And that's really, I mean, it's it's basic math. It's all because of the loser point, right? I mean, in, in, in hockey, um, you know, you can lose games and and stay where you're at because you're getting a point if you lose in overtime. So, I mean, those mm-hmm. those things happen. But if you look at it, you know, the Flyers have lost four games in a row and not look good doing so. And yet they're still in third place in the Metro, still five points ahead of the Devils who are in fourth. Um, yeah, the Devils have some games in hand and, and they can make up the, the gap there. But... At the same time, you're you're looking at it and saying it's harder to fall out. Even and the Flyers have not lost in overtime here. They've lost four straight games, and they're yeah. still in third place. And you know, and 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 that's pretty much where they were before they were losing. I know they climbed into second because um, Carolina was idle there for for a couple days. But um, so with the last win, they they climbed into second. But right before that, they were in third place. So here you go, you lose four straight, and you're still where you were basically beforehand, right? I mean, still in the thick of this thing and mm-hmm. still holding on to a position by five points. So that's that, that's important to, to recognize. So it's that, yeah, they can't go on a 10-game losing streak. That would be bad, right? That would not be a good thing. It would thing. be very bad. But if you know teams are going to go through stretches during the season, it's better to have your stretch after you've built up a, a, a comfortable uh, lead, uh, you know, on a playoff position. So it's uh, that's the one silver lining I think you take out of all this is that one they come out of this, they're not going to be chasing the 
the playoffs, they're still going to probably be sitting in a playoff spot. I just want to go back over this really quick because I think that, uh, I think that you gave this answer already, but, um, the alumni game tonight will be on the Flyers YouTube channel. There we go. Flyers. So, and which makes your life so much easier as a fan out there, because you can go from watching, you can do pregame with us on the snow, the goalie YouTube channel. Then you type in the Flyers thing and you switch to their YouTube channel for the period. Then you come back to the Snow the Goalie channel for intermissions. Then you go back out and then you come back to Snow the Goalie or, channel or, for post game. Hey, Russ, you ever heard of two devices? Nah, don't do that. <laughs> you, can have, you can have one of us up on the TV through your YouTube Yeah, app, but why would you do that? Why would and the other that? on your iPad or your laptop. Or we're your all about the migration. We like, we like seeing the dips, the ebbs, and the flows. You know, that's what, that's that's, what we're all about here. That's you. I don't give it. I don't care. I, if, look, if I'm sitting We have to home, figure out what we're going to do, though, instead of the game cast. See, that's the problem. I'm going to get in touch with somebody from the Flyers tonight because we have to figure out what we're going to put up on the stream instead of having um, the game. We have to figure out what it's going to be because they're not going to track stats, are they? You know what? Maybe we'll be allowed to point the, uh, the camera at the scoreboard tonight. Maybe they'll let us do that. We're in a locker room. <laughs> we're not, I'm not sitting in there while the game's happening. No. Are you? No, but I mean, where are you going to, where are you, what are you doing? Intern Andrew, go stand with the camera over there. Yes. That's Run. His, that, that is go. his purpose. That is his purpose. <laughs> Intern Andrew, we're going to put him on a dolly, right? We'll put him on a, on like a luggage cart, right? He'll get some great shots. Oh, that'd be funny. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. It's a big one. Um, and it's, it's the thing that's been happening all week. And there are people who have been asking all kinds of different questions about it in the comments. So I think that we have, to, we have to have this conversation. So earlier this week, Carter Hart uh, was the second player from the 2018, right? World Junior Team, correct? No. Yes. Was it 2018? 2018. I don't remember at this point. Yes. Um, to take an indefinite leave of absence. The first one was Dylan Dubé, who uh, the Flames kind of put out there as being a mental health thing. What? Check your phone while you're doing this. Why am I checking my phone? Ooh. Ooh, okay. <gasps> Ooh, Bundy. <laughs> I love Bundy. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Keep going. All right, we're going we're gonna to figure this one out. Yeah. Um, Bundy might be checking in, yeah. ladies and gents. He might be checking in from the locker room at some point. Um. The, the big thing here is Dylan Dubé was the first one to take the indefinite leave of absence. Calgary made it sound like it was a mental health thing, said that he was under the, um, the care of mental health professionals and that they would like people to um, respect his uh, privacy at, at that time. The Flyers then put out their statement, which was essentially Carter Hart's requested an indefinite leave of absence. The club has no further comment at this time, which people were like, whoa, that's a difference. Um, and then it was, uh, what's his nuts came over from Switzerland, Alex Fermentin. Yes. And then two guys from the devils, Michael didn't, and Cal Foot. didn't show up to a team event the night before. Uh, and then the following day they weren't at morning skate. And then the devils put out a statement that they had both been given an indefinite leave of absence. So that's five guys. And people started jumping to a lot of conclusions. They might be right. They might be wrong. There's a lot of things here. Now, we, because of not the partnership with the Flyers, but just in general, because we are front-facing people who are members of the media, it is not good for us to speculate for a whole bunch of legal reasons. Um, you guys out there in fan land who can put up a 
Twitter account with not your real picture or whatever, you can certainly speculate. I don't imagine anybody's going to come after you for libel. Um, but there have been a lot of people out there who've been trying to piece all of this together. And um, the Hockey Cannon investigation has reopened. It was reopened. The timeline of this was there was the initial investigation. The uh, Ontario police eventually closed that investigation. The victim then went and sued Hockey Canada for over $3 million. And then that case was settled quietly. And then when it became public knowledge that Hockey Canada settled this thing, it caused enough of a an outpouring of emotion and anger from a, a bunch of communities that the London, Ontario police then reopened the case. And I believe that was about two years ago. And now you're looking at a situation where finally, after months and months of being told, hey, there's something coming, there's something coming, there's something coming, it finally happens that the Rick, Re Rick Westhead breaks the news that the London, Ontario police have given these five players uh, anywhere between a week and two weeks to turn themselves in. So you get the Rick Westhead report, you get five different players, four who are active in the NHL and one who was abroad who had played in the NHL, all taking indefinite leave of absence, and bingo, bango, bongo. Like, there it was. And so then everybody started going, all right, well, those are the five, they're all guilty. That's what the Twitter says, right? That's what a lot of the comments on these things on Facebook say. None of these people have currently been charged with a crime yet. They have not been found guilty of a crime yet. Will they be? Who knows? Um, but the fact is the league has now told all of these teams that any inquiries have to go to the league. So Danny Briere came out this week, and I think we can kind of pivot to this a little bit. Briere was supposed to be doing the mid-season state of the team report. It was pre-scheduled. It was all there. Um, and you and I kind of looked at each other on Tuesday and were like, is he going to go through with it? Like, are they going to have him go through with this? Because... Carter Hart took the leave, and then you started seeing all the other dominoes falling. And it's like, are they going to really put Danny Briere in front of the media to answer questions, many of which are obviously going to be, is Carter Hart part of this? And by George, Danny Briere went out there on Wednesday, had the press conference, read a statement, prepared statement, that essentially said Carter requested a leave and that any questions that have to do with the investigation, we've been instructed by the league, have to go to the league. Now, Ant... Obviously, people then said, well, he took this leave, and now Danny read this statement about the London, Ontario investigation. Can we now connect one and one? And he's one of the five that is being told to surrender to police. Is it a fair thing for people to speculate? Uh, look, <laughs> can you connect dots? I mean... Yes, everybody everybody can connect dots. I, I think what's it's fair to speculate what these events are and how they're mm -hmm. connected, right? I, I mean, I think that dot connecting is very fair. Um, anything beyond that, though, about what happened, who was in, who did what, who's you know who's guilty and not guilty, things along those lines, you can't. You can't connect any dots yet. You just can't, you know. And and that's in the interest of full disclosure. We've heard things for over a year about this. Yes, uh, literally. I mean, a lot of things that we've heard. 
some stories that don't even match up, right? So, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of backdoor speculation, behind the scenes speculation taking place. That and and you know, it's part of it is you know why you can't report anything and why you can't talk about it really because it's just this just we don't know, right? I mean, we're down here in Philly. This is all taking place in London, Ontario, so we really have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's fair to say that we've heard about this for the better part of a year and a half at this point okay um and 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 so of course we've done our own dot connecting Mm -hmm. but still without any kind of knowledge of what exactly is being charged who exactly is being charged and for what which we'll find out on february 5th it would be if not before the, well, the yeah, I mean, my, a report might come out before then. If I'm up there, the reporters up in Canada might actually um, get something out. In That's going to be that. quite a large live stream uh, oh audience. Oh, oh, yes, it will. Yes, it like will. it might break. It might break the London, Ontario police Facebook. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, and, I, and the fact that they're doing it on Facebook and not YouTube is like, what are you guys thinking? You got to, you should put that on YouTube and not Facebook. Facebook is going to go crashing down. It's going to be, it's going to be insane. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like I mean, until that comes out then we can't really dive into speculating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, I can I can almost assure you that once whatever is said is said, that there's going to be pushback against the, the police and their report, right? So we're going to hear two sides. And of course, you know, the whole legal system, you, you know, and you got to treat everybody, as, 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 treat everything as allegation, right? It's mm-hmm. not, there, nothing that is being said is 100% guaranteed until there's, a trial if it ever gets mm-hmm. to that point right i mean there might be some deals cut before it ever gets that far right so there's, there's a lot of things that can happen there's there's things that the league is going to do that's going to be you know that's related to hockey there's things that the london police is going to say there's things that the lawyers and the representatives for the players and the players union are going to say there's going to be stuff from the probably from the you know, what they say the crown was what they call the the canadian government there's gonna be something that they're going to say i'm sure uh, Hockey Canada is going to have something to say. There's going to be so many people with something to say, and we're going to all be left to sit here and s- to sift through it all and make determinations on our own, whether of what's of what's what. And that's this really, is that. That's what but like you, fun. you just mentioned a whole bunch of entities, which is why I think it's going to go to a trial. I know that like typically you try to settle things, but yeah. just because of the national nature and the international nature of it, I would be really surprised if there's like a plea deal or if it's settled out of court. I honestly would. I, I feel like this is going to go the distance now, which is what what's the number one thing that we've said this entire time? I even tweeted it the other day. The number one thing is the person who is alleging a crime, this victim, and I always say the victim, and then you get people who say it's an alleged victim. Okay, fine. But this this woman is now is now going to have to go through this trauma and like go I, through the the entire recounting of, of things and i get a, and, i get the sense that she's ready for that based off of reading stuff up i was been reading the globe and mail and, and yeah in toronto and it, it sounds there were, like and there was there was one was it sportico there was another another site that also did like a, a little bit more of a dive into some of the documents that had been released yeah but like this is this is going to be a living hell for this woman and she, and it's going to it's it's going to be bad but the good news i guess is at least there's been 
motion on it because it's been sitting out there for yeah, so but long. I, I think that that's part of the problem here, Russ, because I and this is one of the reasons why I I'm not as I'm not as optimistic as you are that it will reach trial, because when you really look at this, this has been bungled by so mm -hmm. many entities all along the way. I mean, how do you go from with the London police original report where they cleared everybody, basically cleared everybody of wrongdoing, right? And didn't reopen the case until after there was public pressure to reopen yep. the case, right? So that that's, that's going to be looked at in some way. Like, why did that happen? How did that happen? How do you screw this up and, you know, and not get it right? Hockey Canada is going to be looked at, you know, they, granted, granted, they got a whole new leadership group up there now, so they'll probably survive it. Um, but nevertheless, you know, who else did you pay off? Did you pay off? Were there, was there any other payoff besides just to the, you know, try and keep the victim quiet? Um, so and Rick West had put out the thing about the other investigation. There's like another yeah. hockey Canada well, the investigation 2003, going on at the yeah. same time. In like, Nova Scotia. Because of what guys a fucking mess. Yeah, it, a, this it is, is, it's an absolute embarrassment. It is so bad on so many levels. And again, I know that like, it's funny, right? Because on one hand, you get the people who like rush to judgment on everything. And then you get the other people who like rush to like automatically like do the everybody's innocent thing. And like you can live in whichever world you want to live in. But the fact is that like there have been multiple incidents now around Hockey Canada, and there have been multiple, you know, incidents around um, the hockey culture, I guess, just yeah. in general, yeah. that are very alarming on a lot of levels. And so we'll see, we'll see where this goes. But, and, and, but I want to I point out something that Bundy has said, mm -hmm. and, and that is, it, it, of course, the attacks are going to come on the culture of, of the sport, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you, you have to. I mean, and, and it's understandable why. But if anybody thinks that this is the culture of just hockey and not anything, not any other sport, is is not really paying attention because this happens with every sport. Mm -hmm. This happens with every sport. I, I think that the, there is a little bit some differences um, uh, that you can have in hockey a little bit because what you do what you're doing and what you do in hockey is there are cre there are possibilities to create these national teams of kids in this sport that don't exist for baseball and football they they do a little bit for basketball but not not as much i mean there are all kinds of hockey tournaments of young talented kids who are being brought together from across an entire country and they're sent all over the place and they're yeah. hanging out together at 18 years old seven they actually they start younger than that right some tournaments they get they the u16s right and everything so you got you got young kids basically um hanging out all together in another part of the country or in a different country and experience and being treated like royalty right because that's what you know, up in Canada, this is the world. We've talked about how important the world junior tournament is to the country uh, up there. But I mean, that's what you, you put in hockey. You have the opportunity to put these things together and and really they're, they're going to make stupid decisions because they're the age that they are. Right. Yep. And whether whether it's something as egregious as this or whether it's something like, you know, you know, underage drinking to the point of, you know, passing out in your uh, in the bathtub or something like, I mean, anything, there's a bazillion things it could be, but you know, that's the part of the culture that's probably going to be e examined the most. Um, yep. 
because it doesn't exist for the other sports. But but that being said, the the culture of of how athletes feel like they are, you know, untouchable and can get away with more because of who they are exists in every sport, not just in hockey. Well, and listen, there's going to be a really, I mean, there, I, what, what is ultimately going to happen here? And it depends on, I don't know how big of an outcry it's going to be because it's hockey in the U S which is easily the fourth sport. But, uh, what'll end up happening is as these players are named and assuming that any, I mean, Connecting dots, right? You have four guys that are currently playing in in the NHL took leave at the same time, right? Stands to reason there's like a non-zero chance that one of them is going to end up being a name. Is going to be one of the people that that is being requested by the London, Ontario police. Okay, that's connecting dots. Just hypothetically, let's be very clear. Um, there are going to be questions about how long the NHL knew which names were involved or could have been involved. There are going to be questions about how those players were allowed to continue to collect a paycheck. There are going to be questions between the league and the players association with how did, how did you two, both of you, the league and the players association allow these players to play? Um, Because you know that what the league will say is, well, we weren't going to suspend these guys because the players association was going to appeal. And then it was going to be a lengthy and, you know, annoying process. And it was also going to probably end up having their names come out. And the Players Association is going to say they're going to advocate because innocence holds proven guilty. But, like, the fact remains that, like, if any of these guys who are playing in this league or the guy who's playing in Switzerland, like, if any of them end up being the names that have to surrender to police, there are going to be a lot of questions about how they were allowed to collect a paycheck, playing the game of hockey, being around people, having some kind of influence, having their name out there, you know, there, there's going to be the moral quandary where people are going to say like, wow, my kid looked up to player and this person has now spent the last few years living a lie. Like, you know, that this is going to be the narrative that's going to be out there. Like there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be upset on a lot of different levels. So this is a big mess. And no matter what, it is a humongous mess for this league because it's been allowed to happen. So there's that. Oh, Oh. we got, we got, Hold on. Put a, we'll put a pause. We'll put a pause on this. Bundy just invited himself on. There he is. Bundy, we can hear you. We can hear yeah, you. Yeah, you can hear you. Look at this. Say hello. We're, you're live right now. What's up? That looks up, boys? We got, a, we got a meeting in a minute, so I got kind of late. But look at Brad Marsh is elbowing me. Got Meltzer's here. Look at that. He's checking on go. Morgan Cross equipment section there. He got in the room. Uh so I'm just pulling out to the ice level. I wanted to check in with everybody before the game tonight, but we got a full locker room. Every Stanley Cup winner's here. Uh, most every trainer, guys from the past. And uh, get you out to the ice level here. We're going to have a skate. Madonna was here last night. Apparently, she requested an entire new toilet and carpet at NBA One. Um, Wait, really? That's interesting. Yeah. Are you that's life. Of, that's the life of the rich and famous right there. We get to get I'd like a new shitter and a new carpet. So we get we wait a second. So that's where Russ that's where Russ and I are gonna be broadcasting from tonight. So we get to go yeah, sit well, on you got Madonna's a new shitter and a new carpet. We get to go sit on Madonna's throne. <laughs> we get to go sit on Madonna's like her her oh ass God. was on that, and the next ass that's gonna be on it is gonna be Russ's. Like that the only be- ass that was on it was Madonna's, and the next one will be Anthony or Russ. <laughs> It'll be Anthony. It'll definitely uh Bundy, can you tell us about the toilet? Is it is it 24 karat gold? Is it? You know what? Normal? Let me go take a look right now. 
I hope there's not a. I hope there's not this a. This is a new here. carpet here. Oh my god, oh, that really that is, is a new, new carpet. That's yeah, we insane. Yeah, that's really that's a new carpet. carpet. I don't know where the shitter is, but I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she had one of those portable ones brought in. It's got like diamonds on it. It's pink. <laughs> she legitimately requested a new carpet. Unless it's over here. Yeah, oh, there's there's tuna. There's this where's the new shitter Madonna had built? Oh, it was in the other room. Yeah, she did have a shitter built for herself over here. That is true. <laughs> we talked about so much more than hockey just here. <laughs> How you doing, guys? Coming in, go watch it, Bill Meltzer. The ladies that get the job done here, say hi to Snow the Goalie. You're live. Flyers locker room, boys. Help you get dressed tonight, Joe. Look at this. Wow, wow, wow. This is great. I love this it. Gives and that's gives you an idea of, uh, of what the world is Stanley like sitting next to me. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, they're live. Good to see it, buddy. That's all right. We're trying to get them on. But anyway, so we got a team meeting here, guys, and we'll be checking in tonight. But I wanted to give you a little update. Brad Marsh is starting a meeting right now. Look at this. this Here's a team. Here's how a team meeting works. Let's do this. This is a former. And then I'll quietly hang up. This is great. All right, there. Well, good to see you, buddy. Sooner I talk, sooner I get to, uh, we all get to breakfast. Um, so anyhow, hey, welcome to the Flyers uh, dressing room. It's a little different than what we used to tie your skates up in. And uh, as you walk around the room, it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. So uh, take it all in and enjoy it. And you see the Hall of Fame uh, names and pictures up there. And, they put Reckie's up yet? I guess he's not officially in yet until tomorrow. Uh, but anyhow, uh, Mark's vetting uh, flight was uh, canceled, so he'll be here this afternoon. And Reckie. Chemo. Hey, how you doing? Chemo. Once again. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you. Full access. Daryl Stanley. Remember hey. this man? Daryl Stanley. Absolutely remember that. 1980s. That's hey, you're live on a podcast right now, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, see you later, boys. All right, let you go. All right, bye. See ya. That's so awesome. Bundy, Bundy causing mayhem in the locker room. Isn't that? Isn't that no, everything? I, I, Hard hitting journalism. The first thing I'm doing when I walk into that building tonight is finding Madonna's toilet. That's I swear to God, I am so caught up by that that she had a brand new toilet put in just for the concert last night. It makes sense though because our uh, our old colleague at Crossing Broad, Phil Kaidel, went to the concert last night, and she was over an hour late. Now, like, notoriously, she's late for things, but it was over an hour after the concert was supposed to start is when she started. And so I'm wondering if that's what, if that's what this was. Dave Waitman, shitter's full. <laughs> oh, Bundy with a report. I don't remember where we were before, but I think that... Uh, yeah. Listen, I think we I think we've tried to I like think, touch I don't on. We, I don't think we can go back into the series. No, I don't think we can. After we just talked about Madonna's Hey, you want to talk about a shitty situation? Hey. Um <laughs> But yeah, we'll we'll obviously keep people updated on it as it happens. Um it's just that that is that is its own mess and February 5th is when we're supposed to get clarity on it. We'll see. Um and let me kind of flip this back around really quick. Um there are questions, obviously, uh, about a few things. Now that Carter Hart is presumably gone short-term, long-term, who knows? Who's to say? Um, Sam Erson's the number one goalie. Cal Peterson is the backup. I asked you the other night on the Press Row show 
if Hart ends up being out longer than they expected, is this a situation where um, they could potentially look to pick up a different goalie to be the backup? Or do you think they're going to roll the rest of the season with Cal Peterson? Have so, you gotten a feeling from anybody yet about, like, will we see a Felix Sandstrom? Could they potentially bring over a Kolosov? Like, where are we a few days into uh, this absence? Yeah, so that's a good question. And, and um, I don't think that there's anything that's going to be beyond what they have in place right now. Um, and you would, I know you wanted to, to bring up something that, you know, was, was out there and people have been talking about that, oh, these other players have been, you know, removed from the roster and Carter Hart still has not. Um, I, I think it's just a... He is the only one on yeah. an active NHL roster who has not been removed from the team's page. Right. Well, it's, so the, the better the better thing to do, rather than look at the, look at it that way, um, go to if like you go to Cap Friendly, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those guys have on those other teams have been moved to non roster. They're still getting paid. They're still there, right? They're still listed, but they're listed as non roster players. And I think ultimately that's what's going to happen with Carter as well. I just think that it hasn't happened yet because right now. Peterson is here on a, on an emergency recall, um, so mm-hmm. I think that there's, I think this is probably tied into some paperwork stuff, um, because Peterson can't get sent back down without going through waivers, except for the fact that he's here on an emergency recall. So there's a lot of just I think techni- technicalities that are tied to that. So I, I wouldn't make a big thing of it. But I think it's it's probably something that people are noticing and seeing, and I think that that's you know just what you got to see. I, I, let's be honest: when they traded for Cal Peterson, I'm pretty confident that one of the things that they told his agent at the time was that he would get a legitimate opportunity to play NHL games with mm-hmm. the Flyers, and I think that they're going to give him a chance to play some games now. Whether it ends up being something that they do beyond March 8th, which is the trade deadline, we'll see. Um, but I do think that at least for the next month, five weeks or so, Cal Peterson's going to get an opportunity to be the backup for the Flyers. Um, and we'll probably get a handful of games there. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, you know, someone mentioned earlier, and it was way earlier in the chat, so I can't, I'm not going to go back and look for it. And I apologize for uh, whoever it was. I would like to give you your props for saying it, but. Um, you know, he's like, oh, well, if you connect the dots and look, this is, they were preparing for this. And we've talked about this, right? I mean, how many times have we talked about all we the stuff about this a they, lot. that they've done with the goaltending, right? With the, the drafting of goalies, the trading for goalies, the signing of goalies. Like, so yes, yeah, I mean, they've, they've obviously been preparing for it and, and are ready for it. This is not, they've been preparing for it in the same way that every team that has had a player that was on that team. Correct. Whose name whose name has been floated in circles as potentially being somebody who might be of interest has known. Yeah. I think that's like the that's a, yeah. another fair way to, to put it. Right. Like no, no, put it this way. None of these teams are caught off guard by these leave of absences, assuming they're related to the hockey cannon investigation. No, nobody, correct. Nobody. Yep. Nobody's surprised. They've right. all known. And in fact, I think it's probably fair to say that because of the ebbs and flows of the police department and the league and the players association, and all the appeals, there have been multiple times that these teams have likely been told, Hey, something is coming soon. Remember back before the draft, there was even word that there could be something coming down around the draft. And then it was, Oh, there might be something coming during the summer, like during the downtime. 
Then it was, uh-oh, is it going to happen right before the season? Uh, Carter Hart was at least one of the guys who put their Instagram profile private at the beginning of the year. Again, not saying that he's part of this, guilty, all that. But like that was also a thing that some people saw as a precursor or a potential, like, uh-oh, somebody has talked about something. Again, this happens with athletes. It happens with famous people all the time. You go private, you go public, you go private. not saying it's connected. But a lot of these different things that have happened over time, there have been murmurs behind the scenes that like, okay, something could be developing, something could be coming. And then you get it, then you get word a week later, oh, there was an appeal filed. There was a motion to like suppress the names or whatever it was, to redact the names of any kind of document. There's been, and it's been months, months and months and months, almost a year probably since, the, and when, it, it was about a year ago, right? Is when we started hearing I, that like, I, oh, there could be, there I, could be something bad here. I first heard rumor of this in the summer of 22. First time I heard rumor of it, it really seemed like it was going to happen. Everything that we're that we're talking about now, my my impression was that it was going to happen at the end of last season and into the summer of twenty three. Like that was mm-hmm. my impression, and it didn't. Right, and yeah. and you know for whatever reason it didn't happen until now. Um, Again, I think it was a matter of let the police do their work, let the police decide when they're ready, and then once they're ready, then everybody else will get in line with what they're going to put out. Because I think once that press conference happens on February 5th, I think you're going to see everybody's reports come out. The NHL's report, Hockey Canada report. You know anything? It's gonna be a lot. Canadian government, like everything, everything all at once is gonna come. Um, So that's that's really what it is. So, yeah. Um, The one thing, you know, there's there's a lot of people asking, and there are people noting over here. um, No matter what happens, and this is just how this works. It's not just how it works here. It's how it works in Canada and everything. Anybody who ends up being named in this, this is gonna follow them the rest of their life, guilty or innocent. Again, we're not assigning guilt. We're also not granting innocence. We have no, we have no clue. But this is, going to, this is going to be tied to all of these people from now until the end of their playing career and, and much further. I mean, some of them might end up facing actual criminal charges. Like they, This is far beyond hockey. But like this will follow each and every one of them. And it's, it's, it's such a shame on so many levels. Um, so we'll see. We're going to see what happens and we'll we'll let this play out, and then we'll we'll comment on it when we have a, a clearer idea of what's going on. Speaking of commenting, are you going to do the uh, latest five star reviews? Do you have them? I see two. Well, actually, I see three, but one of them is not a five star. So it's someone complaining that we are too focused on YouTube and not on the podcast. Even I did see that, but I forgot about it. Yeah, there are two I'm, I'm gonna have to pull it up. There was something else we were going to talk about today, wasn't there? I don't know. It's been almost an hour, Russ. So you told me we're going to do 30 minutes. Now we're at 47. Well, this is what happens. It's me and you, pal. Yeah. It's me and you and you and me. No matter how they toss the dice, it had to be. The only one for me is you and you for me. So happy together. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I see the one that's too focused on YouTube. Was there one before that or now? No. Yes, there was. was. Did we read Donovan Buck? Yes, we did. We read Donovan Buck on the last show. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. I mean, it's these. Bless you. Thank you so much. Uh, this is by McNitchum. 
or McNickham. Five stars. Look forward to every episode. This has become my go-to Flyers podcast, and I hate days when there isn't a new episode. You guys are like classic hockey mullet, offering some business and some party for a complete package. I've been a Flyers fan since the early 90s as a kid. Bundy's days. My dad raised us right. He was there when they won in 74. I love the different perspectives you each bring to the table. Keep up the great work, and keep your chin up, Ant. The true fans and your colleagues know you're killing it. One request. Can you offer the Snow the Goalie logo mug in a different exterior color or change the font color? I'd love one, but it's hard to read. Oh. Allison. Thank you. I think uh, we can do that. Yeah. I certainly think that we could do that. Yeah, we can make that happen. Thanks, Allison. Yeah. I don't know what this means. What does this mean from Ed? Russ looks like he belongs in a band called the Turtles. I look I like a your, turtle? I think, I think it's your haircut. I look like a turtle? Just a regular fade. It's that, it's that fade. Yeah. It's the fade. I look like a turtle? I don't want to be bald. I really don't want to be bald. I'm very, I'm very worried about that. Baldness doesn't run in my family, but I am worried. I have a five head, a six head, a seven head. What was the other five star review that you think you saw? Because that was the only one I see. Oh man, you're gonna make me go back in there. Uh, Our friend Lee C like left six more reviews, but I, I don't see another one. You can let me. No, know no, the Donovan Buck one, the Donovan Buck one, we did not read. We read the Seek Up. 1732. I swore we read the Donovan Buck one. Okay, I'll read it anyway. Yeah. Five stars from someone that listens full-time. Unlike some, I listen to every pod. I also read a lot and listen to the team and other teams' news and pods hearing a lot. This pod is my top podcast up there with Jason. Ignore the people that are hearing things from one side and closed-minded. Would recommend this to anyone wanting to listen. Keep up the awesome work. Love you three. We definitely read that one on the last show, but that's okay. I wasn't on it when you read it. That might have been something you read with Bundy. I don't Fake remember news. hearing, but thanks, Donovan. Big news. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to get to, my friend? Yeah, my work day. <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Uh, just so that we can go back over this really quick before we, you know, do whatever we're going to do. We will be back tonight. So yeah. So we get some Snow the Goalie in the morning, some Snow the Goalie at night. Yeah, it's good, good stuff. Uh, so we'll be doing the alumni game. We'll have a pregame show. We'll have intermissions. We'll have postgame. The expectation is that there will be Flyers alumni hopping on and off the show during each of those shows. Um, I fully expect a very uh, sore Bundy to be getting on the show multiple times. Ah, he, will be, he will be out of breath. I can promise you that when he comes up. Because let's be honest, they only have 7D, and one of them is Joe Watson, and I'm not certain Joe Watson will play a ton of minutes. So Bundy's going to take pretty much a regular shift. And they have him listed as the second pair defenseman with Dennis Seidenberg. So, um, so he's going to get a reg pretty regular shift out there, and he's going to be out. He's going to be all out of breath. T from the from the 203. Yes, the alumni game is going to be streamed on the Flyers YouTube page, on their yeah. YouTube channel. Becky, by the way, it's not the stupid podcast. Be careful, all right? Don't, don't misquote it. We are not the stupid podcast. As John Tortorella once said, we are... That silly podcast. Silly. Silly. It's very important. Very important distinction. Okay. Um, I saw that uh, Hitchcock will not be on the bench. No, Chief, for... Chief is the one coach, and uh, who the hell else was the other coach? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But no, it, it will not be matter. Hitchcock. I have to tell you, I forgot to do this, but I'm absolutely uh, going to. Robert Esch is the other coach. Uh, Robert Esch, because Esch was supposed to be a net, and then I think he got hurt. Yeah, so he's he's going to be a coach instead. Yeah. Um, so fun, oh, I do have it. You know Ruby, what? Hold on. I'm, 
I'm gonna try to do something here before we uh, before oh, we, we head go. out. But I love I love when you always try something when we're live. Well, what's the worst that'll happen? You know, what's the worst that could happen? Um, I want you to give people an idea one more time. There's one other thing that we have going on. It's a live show. Can you give people the idea, the details about the show? You mean the the thing in Oxford? The thing in Oxford. Can you give well, people... You're making a, me do this again. We already did this. Promo. I am. I'm just March, checking it. I know, but I want you to do it again. Drop.snowthegoalie.com. Get tickets for the press room I need you show. to stall because I'm working on something, Anthony. Pick up the, pick up the cues. Oh, it's so terrible. Um, uh, by the way, I'm going to answer Chris Bishop's question. Um, okay. Brian, will Brian Prop be in attendance? Brian Prop is playing. Brian Prop's playing in the game. So, that's going to um, be great. Yes. Yes. And I love that Donald Biorty remembers that Robert Esch for a short time was known as Silent Bob. He didn't like talking to the media. And so okay. he used to just not answer our questions. He would just sit there taking his pads off and just not talk. He would nod or, or shake his head. He was Silent Bob. <laughs> Silent Bob. Silent I love Bob. It. He was a great guy. It. A great guy. Uh, uh, but nevertheless, uh, you know what you're not going to be hearing a lot of tonight. Here we go. You ready? You got. <laughs> That's you took all that time to do to do the Bundy Ken Hitchcock impression. I did. <laughs> so listen, I think if Bundy starts slacking at the game tonight, all right, I'm gonna. I'll bring a Bluetooth speaker with me, and I'll put it out at ice level, and then he'll just hear. <laughs> I actually have that whole thing clipped. Should I play the clip? You the should. whole no, clip the, of the funniest part about it. And you play the clip and then we'll wrap it up for the day. The funny for those who didn't see it, the funniest part about the clip is not only what well, well, the impression's great, but our reactions in that clip is just priceless because we could not keep, contain ourselves. You had to walk off camera. I legitimately almost peed yes. in my pants. Yeah, it was rough. All Go right, ahead. you know what? Well, I'm waiting for it to process here. I'm I'm uploading it as we speak. But um <laughs> this happened the other day on the Press Row show because we were talking about the alumni game and Bundy was so excited about it and I, I asked him a very simple question. If, like, would you still play if Ken Hitchcock were the coach? And we all know that Bundy didn't exactly see eye to eye with Hitch. He has not exactly spoken in loving, glowing terms about Hitch. So let's go to that clip you mean, you from mean the players, Press Row show. You mean players talk badly about their co their coaches? That no, they they don't they don't do that. That never happens. Nope, oh. definitely not. All right, here we go. Uh, hey, what Bundy? I know no. that you're committed to playing in the game. What if Hitch is behind the bench? No, he ain't be gonna no, be here. There's not gonna be a lot of room there. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I bet you Hitch likes, but likes uh, buffalo chicken pizza. Hey, could someone bring me out some of those buffalo wings and some pizza? We were talking God, about it's so good here in Philly. <laughs> I love eating pizza and wings. <laughs> we were talking about pizza pregame, Bundy. And Russ was trying to trying to ask me if like uh, what kind of <laughs> what kind of I want pepperoni and sausage on my pizza. Why is this not here? <laughs> <laughs> Russ, Russ, Russ was asking me. <laughs> you look like you're in the ice capades. Get me the pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> Russ was asking if you like chicken on pizza. No. Right? It's ridiculous, no, right? No, I don't like that. It's absurd. It's yeah. not pizza. Yeah. It's like a meal on your pizza. <laughs> yeah. See, he doesn't like the chicken on the pizza either. All right. Second period coming up. I have to tell you, I did not expect to hear H Hitch's mating call on first. Ah. <laughs> hey, guys. You're playing a little light tonight. <laughs> well, at least we're playing, Hitch. Where'd you ever play? <laughs> he played He played bubble hockey at the back of Canadian Tire. <laughs> All right, that's, that's it. I gotta go. You got it. <laughs> we'll have hockey analysis in the second intermission. Yes. <laughs> Just go, Russ. All right, we'll be back in the second intermission. <laughs> that was so good. I want to point out that that, like, I, I have a tear over here again. Those reactions are 100% genuine because they're, I will tell, like, Bundy has some, I didn't realize this. Bundy has a lot of impressions. I had no yes. idea. And the one day, uh, he did a torts at the end of the, at the end of the press row post game. I don't remember which game, but he did it. And it sounded exactly like torts. Like, it was scary. He had, like, it was, it was, like, perfection. Okay. And I looked at him and I was like, dude. Like, why have you never done that on the show? He goes, wow. Well, you know, he does his thing. And he says that he was the one who always did the impressions in the locker room. And he's like, I have so many more than you know. And I got really excited about the possibilities. And then it was that next game. That's when this happened, the, the hitch voice. And, like, he's done the hitch voice before. But, like, that was, that was at another level. Because you're in the arena and you can be as loud as you want up at, you know, Outside of the Snow the Goalie sports book. And my God, like, I haven't laughed that hard it was so in good. so long. Legit. Oh, Andrew Foss with a great idea. If we're going to dress up intern Andrew all the time, can we get Bundy to dress up as Hitch for the tailgate? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I can't imagine. I keep, I, I keep suggesting to Russ that I call Hitch and have him be a surprise guest on the show with Bundy. I think Bundy would be livid. I think it'd be hysterical. I don't know what that would be. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. I think it's. It. I think time it's probably. Go. I think yeah. it's about time to go. Anyway, I hope everybody has a a great day. Don't forget, we'll be back tonight. Um. If you're thinking, wow, that's a lot of snow. The goalie. If it's blowing your mind. If right now on the inside, you're just saying to yourself. <laughs> Just remember, there's nothing quite like enjoying your morning and your evening that with... That silly podcast. So for Ant, who's on Twitter, at AntSanPhilly, I'm Russ at Joy on Broad. Bundy is on Twitter, at Cetarian6. Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. Google Podcasts is going away, becoming YouTube music. So you can go follow us over there. Um, and then obviously, like, subscribe, ring the bell, get notifications on YouTube, on the Snow the Goal YouTube channel. We'll be back pre-game, pre intermissions and post-game for the alumni game. The alumni game, again, will be on the Flyers YouTube channel. So you can kind of go back and forth. You can do what Ant said before. Put one on the TV, one on your laptop, or one on your phone, or whatever. But we'll be back tonight. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. We will talk to you all very, very soon. Have a fantastic rest of your day. And I'm sorry, but I am working on making this a lot less loud. But for now, hold your ears. <laughs>